Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Hey, hey everyone. I hope you're having a great day and welcome back to the show, the podcast, Men in Relationships. And today's episode, I want to talk about limiting beliefs. In particular, how they might be hindering our belief that it is a possibility to change. It is a possibility to create a new circumstance within our relationship so that it doesn't crumble, so that it doesn't fall apart, so that we create something amazing. But I honestly believe that one of the foundational ingredients and probably the first step into any change or transformation or process of creating something new is the fundamental piece of actually believing that it's possible. Because if that belief is not there, we are going to have no inspiration, no motivation. Uh, nothing is going to unfold the way we want it to. <laughs> if we don't believe it's possible, we're just not going to take any action towards it because we're going to say, what's the point? I don't even believe it's possible. And this could be something that's very obvious or this could be something on a subconscious level where we're not fully aware of our beliefs or that they even exist, that they're limiting us, that they're capping us. They're putting a ceiling on our potential and our potential for our relationship. And for myself, I personally didn't do any work to change my beliefs or even bring them to my awareness. Um, and I, I, I just honestly, genuinely thought it wasn't possible for me to change. And this is several years ago now when I was at the start of my relationship. And I, I thought I was just wired the way I am and that I was incapable of opening up and that I was not capable of having deep conversations and going there and talking about emotions and having open dialogue where I fully let my partner in. I just thought there is absolutely no way you know, I didn't tell myself on a day-to-day -day basis that there was no way of doing this. It was just an underlying belief. I was like, well, that's just not me. Like you'll have to put up with what you got because <laughs> those things do not embody who I am. And that that's really what I was telling myself below the surface. And some common <laughs> sayings that will maybe make it obvious to people of, of what limiting beliefs are, something like, I'm too old or too young for that. I'm too old to change. I've lived my whole life like this. You know, I'm not going to change anything. There's, well, of course, you're not going to change if that is your belief. Or I am the way I am. And that was mine. You know, I, I, I just wanted to be accepted, quote unquote, for who I was. You know, take it or leave it. I am the way I am. This is me. Deal with it. And that is a very limiting belief because we're capping ourselves and we're just right there. We're closing any door for any possibility of experiencing something new because you're just going to settle and stay within those parameters of being the way you are. 
until you open that door, the first step is opening the door to possibility of saying, hey, you know, maybe there is a chance that I could change this or maybe I can change and just, you know, but if you close the door at I am the way I am, deal with it, there's no way things are going to change. Other sayings could be my partner, my partner will never understand this about me or I'll never be able to communicate better. I'll never be comfortable talking about my emotions. I'll never find joy or happiness in my relationship or in my life. I will never be able to do that. And you can see a clear common denominator here of I'll never be able to or that's just not in the cards for me or I can't. And I want to challenge everybody to remove uh, I'll never or I can't from your vocabulary. And this is something I actively work on all the time. If I ever catch myself overgeneralizing by saying, oh, I always or I never, I can't do this. It's like never cap yourself with the vocabulary that you are using because vocabulary has a massive profound impact that happens and ingrains into our wiring at an unconscious level without us being aware of this. So the vocabulary we use is very important, especially when it comes to beliefs or what's possible. If we're capping what's possible and shutting those doors with our vocabulary on a daily basis, whether that's our mind talk within our own minds, or if we're actually professing that into the external environment, you know, as soon as we profess that and say that out loud, it becomes even more powerful, more real. We really need to watch the vocabulary and the words we use around these limiting beliefs. And in most cases, again, like I said, these are unconscious thoughts, which appear as usually defense mechanisms. And these defense mechanisms, remember that defense mechanisms usually are there to quote unquote, protect us, what we think is protecting us, because we're going to say these things because we want to avoid possible frustrations, embarrassments, failures, struggles, or disappointment, right? If we keep ourselves within this shitty belief that we have, this limiting belief, well, now, we, now we're saying, okay, well, we're safe now. You know, we don't have to fail. There won't be frustrations. It won't be embarrassing. It won't be uncomfortable. There won't be struggles. All of you just keep doing what you're doing here. You just keep limiting yourself within these parameters and we'll be good. We'll be safe. So it's a defense mechanism trying to keep us safe, what we think is safe, but that's the paradigm we need to shift. It's not keep like, that's not what we're looking for here. We're looking to expand. We're looking to grow. We're looking to better our relationships, better ourselves, so we can actually show up and cultivate a workable relationship. Maybe if you're in some distress and you know, your relationships in some sort of chaos, we, we need to change that paradigm of, Hey, this belief isn't actually protecting us. It's actually hindering us, us. It's actually damaging us. And our past experiences are controlling our subconscious mind, making us instinctively believe something about ourselves. So the more we unconsciously affirm this belief or tell ourselves this over and over and over again, if we don't think it's having an impact, if we keep repeating this belief or keep repeating these sentences, it's going to have a massive impact. And the more we profess it and the more we believe it, whether we're aware or not aware of it, um, we will unconsciously act in 
relation to that belief. So let's say, well, for me, um, the more I avoided deep communications and opening up and talking about my emotions, the more I avoided that and the more I grasped on to the limiting belief that I am just incapable of doing this. That's just not for me. That's not how I'm wired. And the more I repeated this, the more I believed it and the more I believed I was incapable of it and the bigger the problem became. It just kept compounding and evolving bigger and bigger and bigger every time this got brought up. And every time it got brought up, it got even harder for me to face this limiting belief because by now this belief is so solidified because I just kept repeating it and my actions aligned to it. I kept closing up, closing up. The more it would get brought up, the more I would want to close up. And it got worse and worse and worse. And it would compound, compound, compound. And I kept repeating it. I can't open up. I'm just not capable of this. And it was a massive issue. And the issue kept growing because the belief, I kept affirming the belief. And our actions will align with our beliefs. That's why it's so important not to have limiting beliefs, not to have the beliefs that are going to constrict us and keep us where we are. We want to go beyond where we are. So we're going to want to change those beliefs. That's the fundamental principle of any transformation, any change. And these limiting thoughts or beliefs can have several origins. They can come from our own personal beliefs based on our experiences, what we lived in the past, leading us to develop certain blocks. So if I had a really scary experience in the past or had a rough relationship or something, some event happened. And now based on that event, based on that experience, I'm going to make a formulation of what happened there and what to avoid in the future. So I don't experience that again. So let's say we were vulnerable in the past, in a past relationship and we got hurt. So now based on that experience, we're going to say, well, screw this. I'm not going to be vulnerable anymore. I'm not going to open up because the last time I got hurt and we're going to keep affirming this belief and we're going to avoid our actions are going to align to that belief and now all of a sudden we can't be vulnerable or express our emotions to our partner that's just a basic example of a personal belief or there can be hereditary um, experiences and beliefs that's basically where the ideas and behaviors that we observe and reinforce during our, our entire lives got kind of passed down from our parents or people we looked up to and again, this can be potentially beneficial and potentially detrimental. And just to talk on my experience, my dad was very emotionally closed off and not vulnerable and not affectionate towards my mother. Um, that you know, and that's probably based on the way he was born or raised. And her, you know, again, the hereditary belief. What was his environment as a child? And that passes on to me, and that or to him, and then that passes on to me. And I basically gained these beliefs of, well, men don't show emotion, men aren't vulnerable, men don't talk about these things, which really didn't end up serving me in my relationship. And I had to really break down those beliefs and believe that it was possible to think, feel, and <laughs> express myself in different ways than my father might have. And that's no, no, no harm, no foul on him either. It's just the way he operated and that way of operating didn't serve me in my relationships. We got to be cautious and look back to our past and our childhood of, Hey, what might I have picked up from my parents? What's that hereditary belief or experience that I witnessed as a child? And how might that be showing up in my relationship now? 
just to gain that clarity and awareness of, hey, where did these, <laughs> where did these parameters come from? Where did these beliefs? Now I'm hoping that we're bringing this to the surface. We're making all these beliefs conscious. When we talk about this, when we listen to podcasts like this, that is the intention of it. Uh, another one could be fear or excuses. We develop these beliefs or limiting thoughts because we experience fear or we want to use an excuse. Um, and this is basically if we want to stop doing something or when you stop taking a certain action for fear of failing or fear of discomfort. So that's kind of the same personal beliefs. If something happened uh, because of a past experience, we're going to want to make an excuse. We're going to want to avoid that same situation or that same event or that same activity or we just don't want to fail and we're scared of failing so we're going to create these beliefs well i'm not an adventurous person um just because that's just who i am <laughs> you know because you don't want to go on a hike or something like that and you start to form these limiting beliefs well i'm not like that because your fear you have fear or you don't want to go into that discomfort so limiting beliefs can really stem from so many different directions. Another one could be from social circles of the people around you and those who are influencing you again, consciously or subconsciously. And that's why I believe it is so important not to just unconsciously follow media and just absorb news and chaotic information and drastic negative external circumstances we start to formulate all these limiting beliefs that the world is bad everybody's bad the world's going to explode and oh man think about how many limiting beliefs are going to formulate from that kind of stuff or the people we hang out with i think it's so important to be very conscientious of hey who are we hanging out with are they uplifting us are they supporting us are we on are we are we genuinely curious for one another are we on each other's team or you know are we is there some animosity is there some friction do they not support us do they not see us for who we are you know and now we're going to start absorbing their beliefs if their beliefs don't necessarily align with who we are trying to become our foundations our values where we're trying to go in life now, all of a sudden, we're going to naturally take on some of their beliefs, their ways of thinking. And if we're not very careful of who we're hanging out with or who we're hanging out with for excessive amounts of time, now all of a sudden we start to formulate probably the same limiting thoughts or beliefs that they have. Um, and another one could be religious beliefs or parental influences or beliefs. Again, kind of the, kind of the same thing. If you were born in a religion or went or are religious and go to to church or whatever it may be right there's they're, they're going to be putting beliefs and parameters on what your belief system is what you should and shouldn't do how you should and shouldn't act which is fine and i believe there's a ton of good within religions and um, the values that religion can bring i'm not necessarily a fan of the structure of it and the rigidity of it um you know to each their own. And I'm never going to say, hey, don't believe in something if it's benefiting your life. If anything's benefiting your life, I could care less and I have no right to tell you what to believe in and what not to believe in. That is everybody's personal choice. It's just, we need to look at it and say, hey, is this really serving me? Is it serving my life? Is it serving my relationship? And if not, now we got to take some action to potentially redirect and, and pivot. So, to discover your limiting beliefs, think about the things you would like to achieve in your relationship. 
I, I like to, you know, cycle this back to the relationship. Let's zoom in and hone in on the relationship portion because we don't want to just expand everything and, you know, go through this massive changing everything in our life. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to work on your relationship. So where might there be certain limiting thoughts or beliefs surrounding your relationship? Um, then look for the justification uh, you find for not doing something or doing something that you shouldn't be. And again, this is also easier said than done. And sometimes we might be blind to our own limiting beliefs. And in that instance, if you say, well, I don't really have any limiting beliefs or I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe we should just ask somebody who knows us really well, our friends or family, um, our partner, uh, coach, whoever, and just say, Hey, we're, you know, I'm having a difficult time spotting these blocks. I'm kind of blindsided to them. I think I'm doing everything right, but at, at the same time, I'm not experiencing the results I'm looking for. So, you know, it could be beneficial to open up that conversation. So basically, um, yeah, it, it, it happens to, we need to, we need to pinpoint these before we can really move on or, or inject new beliefs and start to change our paradigm based on our beliefs that might not be serving us. Like the first step is just, we need to understand and be aware of what's happening. What's our blockage? What is preventing us from getting to that next level? And once we kind of identify that, um, like I said, that's the first step. So how do we overcome these limiting beliefs? We kind of talked about the awareness of it, but now how do we overcome it? Like I just said, identify one of your limiting beliefs. The first step to overcoming them is always going to be identification. There's no way of changing something if you don't know what's going on. It's impossible. You'll just keep doing the exact same things. And if you fear there may be multiple limitations, then maybe just start with the largest one. What's the biggest one in the way here? Well, let's identify that. What is the one that is clearly in the way? And you might kind of have an idea and you might say, oh, I just really don't want to go there though. But you're going to have an intuitive sense of like, ah, that's, this, is, this is the guy. This is the guy that's stopping me, that's breaking me, that's in the way of, of the evolution of the transition that I'm trying to go through. Uh, the second step is recognize that it is just a belief. Recognize that your belief may simply be completely fabricated and it's likely to be completely untrue. And it is just that, a belief. It's not a fact. Nothing is a concrete, concrete, hard fact when it comes to introspection, personal dynamics, the way we view the world. None of that is concrete. We as individuals are always changing. Our body is changing. Our body is morphing. There's, there's so much shifting and movement and everything within ourselves all the time. So for us to say that I am the way I am or I'm just wired this way and this is an absolute non-negotiable fact about me. Well, it's not. It's been constructed based on your life, based on what you have experienced, but it is not the cold hard truth. It's not a direct fact. So once you recognize that it is just that a belief not a f- and, and, and not a fact, then challenge, challenge that belief. Now that you've recognized it is a belief, it's not a fact, um, question it. Question it by maybe asking something like, 
Is this belief really 100% true? What are the supporting facts? Did I always think that way? If not, what changed? What changed in my life? When I was a kid, I didn't think this way. When I was you know, much happier, when I was in that other relationship, I didn't think this way. So what happened? What changed? Where did this, where did this shift? And is there evidence con- contradicting my belief? Uh, what would it be like to think the opposite to this belief or these limiting thoughts? Is this belief helping me to progress towards my relationship goals? And how would I think about this belief if I were someone else who I looked up to? You know, so kind of zooming out here, these questions are designed to zoom out, to look at it from a higher perspective, take the drone footage and fly a hundred feet above you and say, okay, let's look at the past here. Let's look at my entire life as a whole and understand where this, where this damn thing came from. How did it spawn? What's different? What changed? You know, um, and, and just really take that zoomed out reflective perspective on it. And this will allow a new way of thinking into your mind once we inject these new questions. So instead of always having the exact same thoughts every single day that are keeping us in the parameters, let's start to challenge those. And the best way to challenging them is by questioning them. So one that is different from the exact same limiting thoughts that you populate your mind each day. We want to just inject new thoughts, new questions. And when arguing against your own initial thinking, you can become uh, curious about what might be possible rather than what is 100% guaranteed. And again, nothing in life is 100% certain or guaranteed. So let's shed that belief. We are not stuck in the parameters we are in right now, especially within our relationships. It's always possible to change. It's always possible to improve. So the fourth step is recognize the potential Uh, damaging consequences if we don't change what are the consequences of holding on to this limiting belief what would all and then and then redirect it to what would all the benefits be if you could change it the the simple tony robbins pain versus pleasure you know boil it down to just the basics here why would it be so painful and what would happen if i continue to think this way if i continue to carry on this belief what is going to happen to my relationship over the span of the years Hopefully we're in a relationship for longevity, for hopefully our life. And if we don't change these things, what's that going to look like? And vice versa, on the, on the flip side, what could be all the amazing benefits that would come of this if I were to change it? And really getting clear on that. Uh, the fifth step to, I guess, dealing with limiting beliefs is adopt a new belief. Once you spot it, once you know it, once you kind of understand why it's there, once you know the damaging effects of it, and once you know the positives of changing it, now let's adopt a new belief. Choose something new to believe in, something that will help to improve your relationship. And this transition may not be easy. (laughs) Depending on how long you've lived this way and thought this way and, you know, haven't challenged it, maybe not even being aware of it. It may have created an extraordinarily strong emotional bond to that. And and, and it's rooted very deep within you. And so knowing that it's going to take strength, courage, consistency, determination, and desire to change. 
And this isn't necessarily just an easy thing that you snap your fingers and say, oh, okay, there's my old belief and here's my new one. Let's put her in there, slide her in there. That's not going to work. It's going to take a lot of, a lot of action, a lot of focus, like I said, courage to show up differently, to think differently and consistency. Uh, consistency is a very main ingredient into almost anything when it comes to improving something or changing or evolving or growing pretty much anything. And the final step is put it into practice. Lean into the discomfort of, of your new belief because it will be uncomfortable. It will be, you know, it will be challenging. So we need to take action and start implementing things that support this new belief. If your limiting belief told you that you were not able to talk about your emotions, I'm just not that person. I'm a guy who can't talk about my emotions. Take it or leave it. Instead of doing that, try to adopt the belief of opening up to my partner has created the relationship I've always wanted. And it's a powerful shift. And that's going to take some time to go from I'm not able to do this to doing this creates an amazing relationship. You know, we have to repeatedly, repeatedly go over this every single day. And there's tools, tactics, visualization, meditation, all these sorts of things to help us to do this. And conditioning yourself to your new beliefs means, well, it means that you really have to <laughs> believe it in your mind first. I think like, I, I just, I just don't think it's possible to bring this to the surface without the rehearsal and those practices of visualization, seeing it in your mind, repeating it to yourself. You don't necessarily have to go out and spread the word to the world, but you know, in your own mind on a daily basis, changing that vocabulary as we talked about at the start of the relation, at the start of the episode, vocabulary is so profoundly impactful. So changing that vocabulary around it, doing daily affirmations, writing cue cards, reminding ourselves of this new belief, repeating it over and over and over again in our mind before it starts to become a new ingrained belief. So finding the root of the limiting belief, understand it exists, then challenging it every single day, changing our thoughts around it. And really, this is the first step. I'm telling you, I searched everywhere. I, I read all the books. I did all the tactics. I used all the tools when I needed to change things in my life. And that is what's really inspired me to create this coaching program called Emotional Evolution Process. And this process is a four-month coaching program where we go deep, so deep into um, internal work and accountability. And it's really four months of each week has a new process, a new step. And it is a step-by-step -step guided process where you don't have to guess what to do. You don't have to read a bunch of books. You don't have to do all the education. It's laid out for you because I spent four and five, four to five years figuring this out. And I figured out the process step by step and I put it all into a program to lay it all out week by week and then offering the one-on-one -on -one coaching support of weekly calls to make sure you're holding yourself accountable to discuss and go there, be vulnerable, talk about the challenge that you're coming up against. It's so much harder to go against things on our own by ourselves, And if we want to expedite the time process and pain that it's going to take us to figure it out on ourselves. that 
you know, it's just not enjoyable. And time is the most valuable asset in the world, in my opinion. We only get this one lifetime. And if this process can be condensed into four months, I wish that this existed when I was going through this. And that is why I created it, to help men in a similar situation just to give them the golden tools, the exact process, here's the system and here is the support. Because I think it's desperately needed in today's day and life with, with men in relationships. There's not enough help, there's not enough service, there's not enough support and there's too many directions to go. We don't, we, and as men, we like the process. Give me the step-by-step, step. tell me what to do. So I, I think it's just a, a great balance of masculine and feminine energy of, hey, there's going to be a lot of work to do. There's going to be a lot of learning to do. You're going to have to commit yourself and get things done as well as that feminine energy of just like feeling into it, having those open dialogues and conversations to talk about the challenges. And it's going to be a very powerful, profound mix. So if that interests you and if you believe or think that you could benefit from that program, I will have all the details for you. All you have to do is reach out to me on my email. I have two emails. You can reach out to either one. The first one is coaching at joelmahe.ca or mahecoaching, M-A-H-E, coaching at outlook.com. You can reach out to me if you have any questions about it. I'd love to answer them, serve you. If you have any requests for the podcast or any input or just want to connect, I would also love to connect. You can you can send me an email there as well or go visit my socials on Instagram or Facebook where again, I would love to connect. I will answer every message and again, any questions, any insights, whatever it may be, just follow me on Facebook. My name just Joel Mahe or Instagram where my my handle is just Joel Mahe, no spaces, no underscores. And again, I'd love to connect. So that's pretty much it for today. Let's really reflect on this first step. This is the first step to becoming a new version, to bettering your relationship, to getting and making progress from where you are. I'm sure that if you're listening to this, there's probably some sort of turbulence or recurring issues or just something that can be improved on. And trust me, those limiting beliefs will be in the way of that. Let's begin to open those doors and make new progress. Take new actions. Think new thoughts. And we will create that better relationship. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you in the next one. Take care. Before I let you go, I just want to let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called the emotional evolution process. And this program was built through inspiration and really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly and where, there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials, send me a message on socials to connect, and if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.